Truly. Nice. Yeah. Hey, um that that music episode last week was a lot of fun. That music episode last week was all right. And thanks for not uh kicking my ass when I started singing because I didn't mean to, it just slipped up. Well, yeah, I guess people want to follow up on that. You did sing on the episode, and I, I did see you in person since then. And I gave you like a little playful little headlock, but I didn't I didn't uh I didn't grip it too hard. You know. I'm, I'm still in traction, but I did come from a musical family, the Von Trapps. Mm. Perhaps you've heard of us. I might have. Yeah. Or uh, we were kind of fil- affiliated with the Nazis, and that was just unfair. I'm drinking yeah. the St. Arnold Summer Pills. Mm. Mike is probably going to be sipping on an Essentia when he eventually gets on the call. Might have taken him by surprise. It's essential that he does that. Yeah. <laughs> he loves to be hydrated. He's a hydro homie. Oh yeah, I back then we called them. Well, <laughs> I guess we can't <laughs> say that on the show. You know what I like to think about? What's that? You know how people would say when they time travel, they're like always like, "Oh yeah, if I went back in time, I would go back in time and kill Hitler." Mm, yeah, you would do it. Well, obviously, yeah, that's what I would do. But if uh, how do you know that Hitler didn't like time travel back just to kill the Jews because of oh. you know, some horrible shit that they're gonna do in the future? Like you get, you get to him you, you time travel to him and basically here's mike basically when you time travel back to when hitler is hitler's like oh another another time bandit you know yeah and he goes back to his time and you just are chasing hitler all throughout time trying to you know get that elusive kill you know so i think that'd be kind of a funny that's a good concept for a show just like chasing hitler through time <laughs> trying to murder him you know like you think he's is going back yeah. to like the like world war ii sniping him or getting him as a little baby but you find out like no he's just as powerful a time traveler as you so you know yeah if you can <laughs> you know what i mean like, no, it would it would star uh ben affleck and it would be called chasing adolf chasing adolf i would love that i think that's that's strong oh yeah it, hitler's a lesbian yeah, do- Hitler's a lesbian for sure. Okay. With that mustache? I thought it was just the chasing Amy thing. I was going to go with the haircut, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yours was like meaner. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the haircut? Yeah, with, that attitude, like- <laughs> with his cranky attitude? Definitely yeah. a lesbian. It's cranky. Yeah. Wynn when, when is always very critical of lesbian crankiness. It's very true. I'm admi- I'm admiring I'm admiring it. They certainly could be a little grouchy, but <laughs> I will say I love the idea. I think I think we can Shout get out to the lesbian. I think this would go better than I you know last week I recommended that we open for Run the Jewels. And I think that this is probably a better vehicle. Did you say run jewels? Run jewels. Run 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 jewels. 
Yeah, run the jewels. Uh, what if there was like a race where it was like a reality TV program? Okay. And the contest was to outrun Jewel, the Alaskan singer-songwriter. Oh, okay. Can I add a caveat? Okay. You get a team of dogs. No. <laughs> it's a literal race, right? But you have to be smoking a Jewel the Ooh. entire time. So your lungs are getting just annihilated. Yeah. In like a real bad way the entire time. <laughs> You're right. That's where the team of dogs comes in. That's where the dogs come. Um, did did they have to cancel the Iditarod last year for COVID? I don't think they did anything last. That sucks, man. The Iditarod is one of the greatest sporting events I've ever seen. <laughs> You've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never saw What a, I like Wing because he cut he calls out the bullshit. You know, you can't well, slip I've anything been, I've past. Been to Alaska. I've been to Alaska and I've been to a dog trainer's like facilities. And like heard the whole spiel on it, and I I really don't think it is one of the top sporting events. I think it's it's cool. I think it's cool, but uh, you know I I learned about what what's bullshit and what's not, and uh, there is a lot of bullshit that goes on. But it's you know a lot of people think it's um, the dogs are really like pulling the the guy, and uh, that it's like real bad for the dogs. It's it's really not that bad for the. I mean, if you treat your dogs right, it's it's fine. They're like trained to do it. And they're like, you know, all running as a pack. And they they actually like send, they ship food to all the different like strategic locations along the way. They like fly it there. So like there's like, you don't have to bring hardly anything. And it's not even that much weight that's being carried. So, you know, it's not like it's like the, you know, they're whipping the shit out of the dogs and the dogs are like pulling a whole lot of weight. Well, this brings us to Mike's favorite segment. What did it get on Metacrit? We're going to be doing Snow Dogs from 2002. And, okay, uh, but first you got to go with IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. Correct. Yeah, let's talk about Rotten Tomatoes first. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 25%. Ooh, that's Ooh. not looking good. It's not looking good. Now, IMDb said, listen up, Rotten Tomatoes. I think this movie was twice as good as you said it is. <laughs> 50%. Wait, did anybody see the movie? <laughs> did anybody see this movie? Uh, I've seen this movie. It's got Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah I saw it. He's one of the dogs? He's, he plays Ted Brooks. Was it a comedy or what's going on? No, oh, it's like, it's pretty serious. Mike, what do you think about it? What do I think about it? I remember it? it very well. I have seen it before, but I can't really remember anything about it. I remember Is seeing it. Is it a musical? I'll tell, I'll tell you what I think about it. I think it made $150 million in the box office. Now, right, that well, ain't tell, nothing. Tell us, tell us what Metacritic <laughs> said. Yeah, what did it get on Metacritic? Here's the thing. I got I got a little shit from the Metacritic, and they said, get, basically, get get their name out of our mouth. <laughs> so it got a two out of five on Letterboxd. Letterboxd, all right. <laughs> Letterboxd. Ah, uh, Letterboxd is tough. Anyway. <laughs> well, honestly, it didn't do much worse on Letterboxd than it did on uh, Around Tomatoes. Right. Hey, it in. But IMDb is like, hey, I think it's like pretty bad. But not- <laughs> it got two out of five on Letterbox. It did. It did worse on Rotten Tomatoes. It got like forty percent on Letterbox. I yeah. feel like IMDb is like the overdog here. Yeah, IMDb fucking loved it comparatively. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Metacritic doesn't even have a review for it. You know what? Even if they did, I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to. 
if you would have seen these Metacritic guys, you would think there'd be a bunch of wieners. These are well, here's guys. the real question. These here's the real guys. question. What movie, what time, what year did that come out? Snow Dogs? Snow Dogs came out in 2002. Okay, so Cuba Gooding Jr. hasn't done anything since then, so that must have been the real death knell for his career. Um, I think he just walked away on top. <laughs> on 50%? Yeah. Well, it made some money. That's about it it. the important right. thing. And it's a business. It's- Cuba Gooding Jr. is like, you know what? All I'm ever going to get is 50%. I might as well just walk Show away me the 50%. money. Now, here's a fun little fact. Cuba Gooding Jr. Guys broke say, even. Show me the money. Oh, he broke even on his career. And he's like, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to walk away before I start to lose. He won $100 at Harris and said, you know what? I'm going to go get a steak at Turtle Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cash I'm, out and then blow I've had a nice <laughs> night. I've had a nice night. <laughs> I'm going to go get a couple of Miller Lights, drink them by the Henry Clay statue. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm not going to go in the hole, but I'm not going to fucking come out on top either. I'm just I'm saying that's a nice night. That's how you have a nice time. Yeah, um, I agree. That sounds fun. It does. Now, here's a fun little fact, guys. In the year 2001, that's before Snow Dogs came out, a film starring Skeet Ulrich called Kevin of the North came out, and it was very similar to Snow Dogs. Always happens. And that film was re-released in the U.S. with a new name after this, the obviously runaway freight train success of Snow Dogs. It was re-released as Chili Dog. Ooh. Now, what do you think of that? I think I'd suck on that DVD, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, all right. Well, this one's got Skeet Ulrich in it, you know. Which... I don't know who that is. You don't know who Skeet Ulrich is. Is he related to Lars? He is. He is. He is. Really? I was, uh, I was depending on what... Depending on what month this came out, I was in England at that time, so I don't remember. This is when Wynn was in um, in his crazy days. This is when he was playing bass in the London Suede. Just called Suede to you. I, call, right. I have to call them that for copyright reasons, but over there, you, they're just Suede. Well, Coldplay's Parachutes was coming out at the same time, but I wasn't too impressed. Uh, See, Joe and I were talking about it was this uh, recently. The underground. Yeah, the album's Kid not that bad. Kid, Kid A from Radio Play. Bad. Radiohead was coming out with Kid A and uh, Coldplay was coming out with Parachutes and uh, I was doing the suede thing, but it was, you know, it wasn't a big deal. We were just all popping around the uh, underground and, uh, you know, hanging out Tottenham Court Road. Absolutely. And if you want to hear Wynn playing bass and suede, check out the album Coming Up. He's on that LP. Do people in England really call bathrooms the loo? Wynn, how many? They do a Cockney rhyming slang, so they say, uh, like, uh, Kermit. That's what their word for bathroom is, because it's like Kermit the Frog, Bog. And, like, Bog is like a swamp, so it's like the bathroom, I guess. Right, But yeah. they, just say, they just say Kermit, and you're like, oh, Kermit the Frog, Kermit the Frog, Bog, and then it's like bathroom. Have you That's ever, stupid. Have you ever snogged a bird in the Kermit? Man, I wish, <laughs> I wish to God I had. Man, you know, you're just so focused on, on the... I don't know how many strings are in a bass. Fifteen. You're focused on the fifteen strings on your on your bass, you know, You're not really worrying about women. How many strings are in a bass? <laughs> fifteen. I think it's like four, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, that sounds like it's an easy instrument to play. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it like how easy can like a dumbass play it? Oh, totally. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> four. Damn. I thought it'd be a lot more than that. There are a lot of uh, bassists named Mike. I always thought that I missed my calling uh, being a bassist. Who's the Mike best? Watt. Mike Watt. I know. That's got to be the best bass player named Mike. I mean, Who? Mike Watt. Mike Watt? Mark <laughs> McGuire? Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't make me get the prices right sound again. 
Who do you think hosted The Price is Right better? you think it was Bob Barker or Drew Carey? Oh, it's got to be Bob Barker. Uh, Drew Carey's got some, got some moves. I'd say yeah. Bob Barker did it with more class, and Drew Carey did it with more appeal to the common man. More aplomb, you know? He's unshakable. <laughs> what does that mean again? I forget. It means like hand- <laughs> it means like keeping your cool, you know? Like handling the situation. Yeah. Aplomb well, means I like think- you don't get uh, too upset. Yeah, like like none of us have ever handled anything with a plum. Yeah. Bob, like- <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I've read that Bob Barker, he's given an interview where he doesn't directly criticize Drew Carey, mm-hmm. but uh, he does say that Drew Carey's version of the show, he doesn't think he's putting enough work into making it like as exciting as possible. Absolutely he isn't. That's not on that's not on the agenda. Yeah, whereas Bob Barker, that was, uh, like, what he wanted. He wanted everyone to be just as excited. I mean, let's face it. Drew Carey, I mean, he's a talented guy, I will say. But he never really aspired to be a game show host, I bet. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Bob Barker, that was just his thing. Yeah, I think people people were just a lot more excited back then than they are now. That's true, COVID and other things. I just mean like generational differences. Like people were like on a lot more cocaine back then. And it was just like they were losing their fucking minds to get like a fucking dining room set. And nowadays it's like, oh, what? You got me a Miata? Cool. That's awesome. That's true. Yeah. People don't really go crazy over a dining room set anymore. I like uh, it when there's like a, like a broad that I think was like supposed to be like ugly of, of the time. You know, she had like like Coke bottle glasses and like a like a dress that covers everything and like like crazy big giant like curly hair and you're like but you look at it like through today's eyes and you're like i would smash oh man like big time (laughs) (laughs) you know is that weird when that happens you're like whoa like every wife on the newlywed game can like get it like big time weird up the butt bob that was bob eubanks though in the bum (laughs) that's a good bob yeah, did you guys watch the same like um, game show like highlight reel thing on YouTube? Like, I feel like everyone's watched that. Is yeah, that the thing? algorithm makes us all watch the same shit these days. Oh, thank you. I wanted to talk about that. Let's talk about it. the algorithm. The algorithm. Like, as soon as like you uh, somebody references anything, it can be like written down. It doesn't have to be like said out loud. And then like all of a sudden you like go to type it in on YouTube and it like completes your sentence and like types in the whole thing and like shows it to you. I know. Like, I, how did but how what how did the thing and it's like everybody's looking for the same stuff at the same time oh yeah just like uh long sleeve t-shirts for hardcore bands and uh it's just like like, you know my phone's just like which which one of these you gonna get today a a 2xl hardcore band (laughs) shirt or uh like a large pepperoni pizza which, yeah. which one today, you know? It's, like, it's good. It's a good thing my personality was formed back when I was in sixth grade or I'd be just like everybody else. Like really into family matters? I don't know. What were you like in sixth grade? <laughs> That's what I was like in sixth grade. I was like a major Urkel head. Oh, dude. Urkel was the best. Yeah, he was. But you can't, you can't be him. No. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like no one likes it when I say that. When I did you did the catcher is. That was pretty good, Mike. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, because that what that is, it's like you know, get PO over the toilet seat. It's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh. oh, did I do that? <laughs> Are you sure? 
just like kind of getting defensive. It's like, wait, you were the last one. They're like, I don't know. I just washed my hands. Now, come on, guys. There's a bevy of beauties over there just waiting to be swept off their doctor's show. So what do you see, punsters? Let's dance. Well, okay. I'll break the ice. Har, bring up the music. It's time to do the Urkel. <laughs> your knees and stick out your pelvis. I'm telling you, baby, it's better than that. Now point your fingers up to the sky and talk through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and cavort and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Gonna do, Willie? I'm gonna get Urkel. Why you gonna do that, Willie? Because he humiliated me. But you humiliate me every day. That's different. You're my friend. I recently went to a bar after right. I went to a wedding. That's right, because COVID's over. That's right. Everybody just COVID's over. over. This so doesn't take this. place when COVID's over. So we, we do I, stuff I now. To, oh, yeah. This is it's to, still going on, but this is going to come out after COVID is totally right, over. Right, so right. That's just, that's yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I went to this <laughs> bar. I don't want to say the name of the bar, but I'll just say that it's on Banks. Banks right. Bar. No, it's just on Bank Street. Okay. Chemicals. No, it's Bank Street Bar. Oh, all right. Shout out to But at Bank Street, Street Bar, there's only one bathroom. And uh, it's just like a single serve unisex thing. And I went in there and someone had just like whizzed, like at the toilet seat down and just whizzed all over it. Ooh. And so I felt that I was like, I felt like obligated to clean the whiz off sure. because then I would just be blamed for all the whiz. That's the thing. You're in there with the whiz. It's your whiz now. Yeah, that's the whole thing. There's a whole thing about, oh, you got to lift the toilet seat up or you don't got to pee on it. But if it's already down and there's already pee on it, what are you supposed to do? Clean it off? Like lift Wait, it up? Like how do you get out of that? Sure? I think you could get out of it, though. I think you can immediately exit the bathroom hysterically saying, Someone whizzed all over it. Oh, you, know? you don't even pee? No, you don't even pee. You're just too upset. Like, I didn't even pee. There's whizz all over the place. Just like, fuck it, you know? Just put it. Just no, like, you're make right. Big, you could make a big deal out of it. You could make a big deal out of it. Like, I know what I said seems weird for uh, a guy to do, but there's other kinds of people who could get away with doing that. I don't see why we, why a guy can't just. Well, see, the thing that. is, you know, there were like there were like women in there. Women, you know, don't really have they have to sit down on it. You know what I mean? And it's not even like I cleaned it. I just wiped it off. It was like uh, not clean. Right. No. 
but maybe I should have just left it so that people would know that it was gross. Yeah, you might have because just wiping it off gives off the illusion that it isn't gross. Porta potty, are we peeing in these? Yeah. Yeah. I use them. Do you try less in a porta potty? <laughs> yes. I almost, I feel like I try, I hate to say this, like almost not at all. It's like a third world country. <laughs> I just start just spraying piss. Wait, you don't there. use the little side, you don't use the little side sink, you don't piss in that? The only time I don't go just like fucking wild in there is if it, I go in there and it smells nice and there's just like a full roll of toilet paper. It's just like I cared about. What is there fucking music playing in a little band or something? I think when it's one that hasn't been like brutally hit, I try not to be that guy. Is there <laughs> air then, conditioning in that one? Yeah, well, you know, it's like a step away from being locked. You know, like, oh, this seems like they forgot to lock it almost. That's how nice it is. It's like it's like at the Four Seasons Hotel, they're like, Oh, the bathrooms are out of order, but we do have this like jewel encrusted portalette um in the lobby that you can use and they're like oh it's got fully stocked with toilet paper and there's like coffee service it's like that yeah you guys ever have to go to the bathroom downtown and just go into like one of those hotels and use the bathroom in the lobby uh, yeah i use the marriott like <laughs> twice a week that's it's a like, nice bathroom though i know I regularly. Oh, one of my so favorite nice. things in life is uh i love that one it's going, super clean you I go into it. a hotel lobby and it's like kind of hard to find the bathroom because they don't want to make it super obvious. Like, there is one, but they don't want to make it, like, super obvious, like, where it is. Yeah. Because they know that people are going to come in there and use it. So there's, like, you got to find it. We're not going to tell you where it is. It's it's here somewhere. You got to figure out where it's at. It's, yeah, because, like, anybody, hall, anybody it's around asking, the corner. There's no sign. Like, if you're asking where it is, it's like, well, why do you need to use it? Right. You got a room. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Go in your you room. Know, if you keep walking around, you'll find it eventually, but they're going to start to get suspicious. You better yeah, find you, it quick. You got to go around in a hotel just, just full of confidence. <laughs> yeah. Make it look it. like you own the place. Yeah, <laughs> you got it, you know? But if you're, they'll notice and you don't, they'll, you'll find you out real quick, you know? And you go down the revolving doors, if you go on the side on charters, you know? You go straight down to where that little cafe thing is. You hang that right. And it's not quite as easy as that. It's a weird, windy little corridor. And you run to the women's one first. <laughs> you kind of have to, like, go pivot to the left. And there's the men's room. And that's how you do it at the Marriott. You got to go bang, bang, boom. <laughs> you know? Damn right. And um, and that one you got to use. That's those, that's respectful. It's a very clean facility. And I, I, try to, I try to be good. Oh, man. Even though, Amazing. to be honest... Whenever I use that facility, I'm on the brink of pissing. So it's right. not like I, I like I'm never like calmly sliding in there. No, if I need you gotta to act pee, like you're like bored as hell and you don't care, but you're like really about to die. Yeah, because I wouldn't be using it if I wasn't about to urinate all over myself. Like I, I'm, I'm that close to work. I was just going to work. That yeah. thing where your body makes you have to piss the the closer you get to a bathroom. You're not gonna you're not gonna fucking make it to work. You're gonna like fucking piss all over yourself like right at the door. So I hate how steep that drop is. It, like it like really goes from like I gotta pee to I'm peeing so so fast sometimes. You know, it's all mental. It's mental, but it's also like subconscious. Like you can't control it at all. Like if it if it was mental and you could just be like I don't have to pee right now, but you do. Right. But uh, I went to the bathroom at Audubon Park the other day, the public bathroom, and uh, there was a guy in there like holding a business meeting in the stall, and he had his jacket like draped over the thing, and he was talking to somebody on speakerphone, 
and I heard this like woman's voice and I was like, is he having sex in the stall? And just like talking about these like, you know, business stuff, but they're having sex because he was like, you know, I could kind of read it either way from what they were talking about. But then sure enough, it was just like a straight up business meeting. Are you so sure it wasn't sure- Matt Lauer? It was Matt Lauer. It was Matt Lauer, but I, I made sure to hit him with the uh, real loud, like blow dryer sound when I like was washing my hands and drying <laughs> my hands. Got him. Yeah, and did it for like twice as long as I needed to, and then I was just <laughs> laughing because it was it was so stupid because it smelled so bad in there. It's like a, a horse stall or something, but it was you know this hundred year old bathroom, and this guy just like conducts his business meetings in there. Well, you know, but you know, now that COVID's over, that was the kind of stuff I missed. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I don't know. I, I like. I think that's kind of fun. You know, I miss being around people like that. Well, he's in Audubon Park. If you want to go check him out, I'm sure he's still there. I might stop by later. It's probably a regular thing. I mean, it seemed like he wasn't like in a hurry or like you know. Probably not in a hurry. No. I think that's just his office. Really. I don't think anybody pops by in the park if they have somewhere else to be. I mean, aside from the smell and the sound of the hairdryer and people like pissing around you and stuff, it was like a pretty cool office. Yeah, but those are major drawbacks, I would say. It's like your office could be just like in the park and like very nice, except it's inside the bathroom in the park and it's like very disgusting. Hey, do you guys know that that song Saturday in the Park by I think Chicago? Yeah, but this is not a musical episode, so I don't think we should talk about it. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about I know the musical episode was last week, but I'm just saying that it goes Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. It's like, you should be able to remember that. Yeah. 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 Like, were you holding up Budweiser and a slice of apple pie? Were the fireworks going off or not? Yeah. (laughs) That's my favorite part of 4th of July, right? When you wake up, you just like crack open a a Bud Heavy, cut you you a piece of uh, apple pie right off the sill. I've got some real bad news. I can't drink Bud Heavy anymore. Oh, you recently purchased a large amount of holiday era Bud Heavies. Yeah. They were in green Christmas cans, but it, it was April when you bought them. How did yeah, that go? I took, you bought I took the dive this year. Yeah, it didn't go great. The last several times I've drank Budweiser, is I feel fucking horrible afterwards. Mm. And I know I probably drink several of them, but, you know, it's it's just like... A, That's your right. It, it affects me more than other beers <laughs> or differently than other beers. <laughs> Did you say that's your right? Yeah. <laughs> as an American. You're right as an American, have a Budweiser. Yeah. yeah, like fucking COVID is over. Of course you're going to drink like 12 Bud Heavies. That's like most people's number one thing, you know? Besides, I like, guess, like, fuck somebody, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like everybody is like, oh, I'm going to fuck the shit out of like just somebody else, just some person, you know? COVID's not over for me and Mike. It's only over for you, dude. Oh, okay. I guess I should explain what I mean. I'm fully vaccinated. So for me, COVID is over. I did a little victory lap. For, for a year. No, it's, dude, it's done. I I already got the ending, you know? It's like me walking away, you know? Until the new, until the new strains come through. You know, when they come out with the new strains, I'm definitely going to check them out. <laughs> Do you guys want to go to Brazil? What do they got popping oh, over there? Yeah, it sounds really good. The crime, then the food, but also the crime. I don't know. There's the rainforest. Oh, yeah. But you can't really go into the rainforest. I mean, you can, it, but it's like... no more rainforest. No, there's still a lot of rainforest. It's just they cut a lot of it down, but there's still a lot left. Yeah, don't get it twisted. There's still plenty <laughs> of rainforest. But it's, it's really inhospitable. From what I understand, <laughs> people in Brazil don't like it. Like, every other country in the world thinks the Amazon rainforest is a great thing. 
but people in Brazil are like, I mean, it's just inhospitable. You can't go in there. Yeah. They would rather have it for farmland. That's what they've cut it down mostly for. It's not even for timber or anything. Uh, I can kind there's, of understand their perspective, I guess. It's really short-sighted. Species in there. Bugs and no, shit. No, it's really short-sighted. I think that it should be preserved, obviously, but... Yeah. Eh, I, I mean, don't see the point. It's really important uh, for the entire planet. It's already pretty much over. Let's just fucking end it. I the agree world with or the or the rainforest. The world, right? Well, <laughs> it's a it's a chain of events that happens. Like one final day. destination. You gotta immunitize the eschaton, they say. Whoa, that was cool. I don't right. know what that means, but it was cool. Right on, man. What final destination? Well, what do you say? Immunize the eschaton. <laughs> Dude, I can mark over here. Yeah. <laughs> tremendous man it's really good when is this finally going to end that's the question on everyone's minds after a full year living through the COVID-19 pandemic the new administration does not have a clear timeline we are not in a place where we can predict exactly when everybody will feel normal again when do I think things will get back to normal I've been cautioned not to give an answer to that because we don't know for sure but some public health experts say we do have an answer and you're not going to like it COVID-19 is never going to end. You know, last week we talked a lot about music. Um, what other kind of media do you guys like? I like book. <laughs> book is a good one. Yeah. Um, for me, I crack open one of those bad boys. <laughs> it takes me to a fucking other land, dude. You know, you can go anywhere. You know, you can go to where Jay Leno was when the Tonight Show thing yeah. was happening. You can go ancient egypt anywhere did you guys ever read the book breakfast at tiffany's no i've seen the movie and i've heard the song the song is i don't know the song's kind of funny it's not that good but it's i mean cute. it's 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 kind of, yeah it's nice it's like it's cute. Yeah. i kind of like it it's not it's something i'm a fan of but i do think <laughs> i'm glad it exists in a way yeah you know <laughs> like I'm, my life would be negligibly different without it yeah but, but it might as well be there. It's fine, whatever. It's never hurt my feelings. Yeah. Uh, the movie, mm. the movie, first of all, has hurt people's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pretty racist depiction of a of, of an Asian man in it, which is yeah. not really necessarily the plot. It's but just then, in there to dig in on him. It's it's weird. <laughs> yeah, they just like he's just like a comic foil, and the joke seems to be that he's Asian and frustrated by people being a dick to him. That's that's, <laughs> that's like, like that's a comic gag. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it Jerry? Is it Jerry Lee Lewis? No, it's uh Mickey Rooney. I mean, yeah, Mickey Rooney. He does the fucking uh, teeth and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, the teeth is really unfortunate. That was a real. But, but uh, but then the book Breakfast at Tiffany's, because well, people remember most about Breakfast at Tiffany's, aside from the like yellow face thing, they remember like. You know, Audrey Hepburn, like all glamorous. They remember that Moon River song. Mm. They remember it being kind of just like a lighthearted. It's kind of like a it's like a romantic comedy without a comedy, but it's still not that romantic. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It's like a nice it's like a nice, like classic film. But then the uh, book, the book is like really, really dark. Like people don't even know the book's great. OK, so anyway, that's my recommendation. If you right. think that the song is corny and the movie kind of sucks, that you're not going to read the book. You should read the book because it's a completely different story, honestly. 
And it's book? really good. Truman Capote, one of the greats. Absolutely. I don't think book recommendations are really a, a hot feature. This is the kind of passion that books instill in people, and I can't put that over enough. It's really, really cool. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, my, my recommendation is when you're done listening to this podcast, uh, maybe pick up a book. Sure. You get them lots of places, uh, library, store. You probably have some in your house you haven't read. <laughs> Almost everybody does. <laughs> you know? <laughs> read one of the books in your house that you definitely haven't read. You know which one I'm talking about. I've got, a, I've got several. Yeah, and you, you, well, thought of, you just thought of a bunch, right? You're like, ah, yeah, I should read that. You said the book recommendations suck after you gave I one. I didn't say the book recommendations suck. I just thought that it. it wasn't really popping as a segment. Well, I'm just trying to make it pop a little harder. Well, we're going to close the chapter on that segment, but I really, really enjoyed that. I really did. And I like I liked how spirited it got, and I think I'd love to see a little more of that <laughs> in the future. I like it. You know, people say we get along too much. And I, say, I like fighting should, about books. Yeah, fight about books. You know, um, what if uh, there was there was like a book? <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> it was like Fight Club. You know, Fight Club is a book, mm, but it's like book it's club. Ba- it's based on the movie. <laughs> but book club. But, yeah, first, book the club. first rule about book club <laughs> is that you yeah. make sure all everyone read the book. You don't. Yeah, you don't fight about book club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to have like a book club where uh, someone thinks that Angela's Ashes is about Angela. Angela's Ashes is one of the books I've got on my shelf that I've never read. Fuck Frank McCourt. Hey, uh, Mike, do your baseball routine for Joe. Well, look, guys, less than a minute. Close it out. Do it quick. (laughs) Close it out. Do it quick. You want to hear my baseball routine? Hurry up! (laughs) Life is a lot like baseball. I made it to second base once. Oh, I love it. And we'll be right back with the rest of the 43rd episode of Boys in the Know. Okay, you got your crunch part of a balanced breakfast. The soggy chips don't cut it. Try this. In the corn, my mask. This is why I hate math. Easy, easy, easy. Nice try, but nothing's too big for my crunch berries. Uh, of course, Miss Horn was close. You can find fortune among gold, like in Disney's new movie Aladdin, because buried in golden nuggets of Captain Crunch is... fortune top. Rub the top, and your questions will be answered again and again. <laughs> One of three, pressing that box of Captain Crunch cereal. <laughs> An energy pack complete cereal breakfast helps charge your body with the kind of power you need. Morning power, kid power, go power, so you can do the thing you want. Even catch them in the sky. Breakfast with the one and only Cheerios. Very, very part of this complete breakfast. One bite and you'll get very. No, 
know there's a free pack of gummy bears in Berry Berry Cookie. How gummy are they? Berry, berry, One pack for me, smart box. Introduces a segment on books and then shits all over it. Typical fucking Mike. <laughs> Oh, this episode's kind of a dud, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that's water under the bridge, but I'm still, I'm still mad about that, you know? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Oh, he's got the fucking guts. I don't know. <laughs> he might be ashamed. Um, you got anything to plug with? Um, yeah. I'm plugging uh, the end of working at this fucking factory. Oh, baby. We got to unionize. We're, uh, we're down to the last like couple months here. You're hitting the end. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. We are. We all are. Oh, you think the, the factory is going to close down? No, I just think the three of us, like, we're in this together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Suicide pact. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> um, well, you're not going to die, necessarily. That'd be too well, easy. Well, the way I have it laid out, we definitely all die. Um, well, that's fine. Yeah. it's. Um, I'm not against Yeah, I think it's going to be cool because... Like it's scary, but like we're we're all gonna be holding hands, you know, and we're all gonna jump. I think life is time. way scarier than death. Yeah, but that's how a suicide pact works, though. You're not alone. You got your friends there killing themselves too, and that's why it, like it kind of rocks. Are you talking about Jonestown? I'm talking about <laughs> Boys Town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm flashing forward. It's like um. I think uh, this is like a book term, but it's um, we probably books earlier. It's like foreshadowing, you know, and that's when like <laughs> it's like I almost like hint at the future, you know, and so then when it happens later, it's like oh, so I just like casually mentioned like suicide packs, you know, because you know episode fifty, like all. Oh, Wait, yeah. I don't want to do that. You don't want to do it. Is the last one. Yeah, episode fifty is called Hemlock Party. Yeah, and it's... this episode's called Countdown to Extinction. Yeah, this I definitely called... don't want to do it by Hemlock, for Christ's like, sake. You don't want to go via Hemlock. All right, I, you know, we did a fan vote, <laughs> and they picked Hemlock, so... I'm not, I wasn't involved. Well, yeah, you were involved. Really... It's the boys' community. Plus, I really think that going out by Hemlock, really, like, we're basically comparing ourselves to soccer teams. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even have soccer teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You mean the clothing? <laughs> At least we have the fucking software that takes out the pauses because uh, that was a long one. I stopped using that because I feel it, it's inauthentic. I like to leave some of the... Um, it's a lot more work, but I, there, I, every now and again, there is a pause that I really like. You know? Straight to the tape. Yeah, straight to the tape. That's what we call them. <laughs> this is, of course, a straight to the tape episode. <laughs> Um, but I yeah. like that, you know. It, it makes me feel like Merv Griffin. <laughs> I love Merv Griffin. You sound like Tony the Tiger when you said Merv Griffin. Griffin. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Um, hey. Episode fifty. 
Look, we won't give it away. It seems like maybe Hemlock isn't going to be the way we do it, but we are going to for sure do it. Who, who's your favorite uh, classic talk show host, not including Johnny Carson? Uh, Merv Griffin. Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Uh, who's that one in between Steve Allen and Johnny Carson? Jack Parr. Mm. Uh also known as that one between <laughs> Steve Allen and Johnny Carson. He goes by both. Uh, Dick both Cavett. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go to Dick Cavett, even though I don't really like him that much. But I think that he, you know, had some cool people on, and like, you know, they said some cool shit. I, I, don't, I don't really like his approach or anything about it, but you know, I wasn't alive like at that Dick point Cavett, in time, so I think uh, he probably was doing the best he could for like a, a, you know, cis white male, as they say nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah, the worst. Uh, so back then he was just like you know feeling uncomfortable in his shoes as like you know the coolest guy in the room and he was kind of like you know joking around with these guys and he was like yeah what's what's your deal man what's your deal Jimi Hendrix ah, you're yeah. all weird um, but he wasn't weird he was a he was a vision I wish we'd have brought him Jimi up Hendrix. last week um, within a music episode and I would have really really loved to talk about Jimi Hendrix fuck yeah it's too late now but I mean yeah. he was really just such a cool like genuine down to earth guy it's that was crazy really, that we talked about at all we talked about music for like at least three hours i guess i edited it down but and we didn't mention jimmy hendrix one time that's fucking crazy how does that happen he's got a beer named after one of his songs that's made locally that's right the, the uh, movie <laughs> child beer that that's fucking how is that even slight legal? return but yeah slight return <laughs> <laughs> when you when you bring the can back you get a, a nickel yeah but, um, when it, the loudest concert I ever went to was Parliament, George Clinton. Gotta be cigarettes to me. I know you already said yours. I was just saying, I didn't get I was, to say mine. Uh, I was so loud that I almost <laughs> shit myself. No, you said that last time. I just, well, was a I week didn't ago. How am I supposed to remember that? I don't remember <laughs> what happened a week ago. You know how much stuff I've done between these two episodes? Whoa, wait, wait. Last time you said you almost puked, I thought this time you almost shit yourself. Oh, damn. You got me. I did shit myself. Happy? <laughs> you must you must puke when you smelled that, that you shit yourself. It was so gross. Because you didn't eat anything and all you drank was sparks. That's all I did, but it was all like the couple of days before foods, you know? <laughs> what was that noise? Like white castles and like um a bacon egg and cheese from the bodega. <laughs> you know? So like so just like normal food what everybody would eat every day. This is what we would eat every day. In New York, yeah. And you're like at the top of society. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question about New York? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mike is doing his impression of his favorite cartoon, Robo Boy. We talked about this last week. Mike's a big fan of Robo Boy, and he loves. Hey, to do wait. Can I ask you a question about New York, though? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Is it true <laughs> that everything can change in a New York minute, dude? A lot of you don't know, but a New York minute is actually like 48 seconds. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's a little shorter. and Because y'all are based 24? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it like, can a lot change in 48 seconds? Like, yeah, I've seen it happen a bunch of times. Like, like, you're like on top of the world, and like 48 seconds later, you're like face down in a fucking gutter. And that's New York, baby. So that movie, uh, Another 48 Hours with uh, Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy is actually like 10 New York minutes? It's shorter than 48 hours, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They originally wanted to call it 48 seconds, you know, after the New York minute. People people don't know about that. Don't 
tell people, make it hours. Can't do a movie that's short anyway. Like, <laughs> like, we're going to be really fucking mad when they come in and watch this movie that's 48 seconds, you know? It would be probably a cheap ticket, though. Be a cheap ticket, be a cheap thrill. Cheap Tricks, uh, an original name was Cheap Ticket, but they were like, that's not a good enough name. We just got to go with Cheap Trick. Where were you last week with that? <laughs> I would have killed last week in the music episode. Do you think the Olsen twins, do you think they stopped acting after that New York Minute movie because they got to work with Eugene Levy and they were just like, where where, where can we go from here? Yeah, and I always forget that they, there's, like a, there's an Olsen, the third Olsen. This one was born not at the same time as the other one, so technically not. Yeah, she's a bit younger, I think. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but I guess she was just born some other time. She's just a sibling. Okay, whatever. But um, I I like her a little bit more than the other two. Call me crazy. I'm Mary-Kate till I die. You're you are a big Mary-Kate, but you know, like before we get started, Mike is just like, hey, did you hear the latest like about Mary-Kate Olsen? Okay, you know. I don't follow that, I, that gossip rag stuff like you do, but this guy's upset. I knew a girl that reminded me of the Olsen twins. She looked a lot like them. And, uh, she was only one? She was she was only one, but she oh, okay. committed suicide some years ago. So. Oh, well, I was so 50, you might get to see her. <laughs> we're all together <laughs> in the end. We're all going to be reunited. Um, but we're not. So I'm good. Not- my point isn't that we're going to commit suicide at all. I, I, I didn't mean to intimate that to you. I was saying that we're not going to be at the factory together anymore. We're not going to be anywhere, buddy boy. We're going to be in limbo with the other suicide people. Somewhere. You don't go to heaven or hell. It's like London in the... Oh, you, you love... For those who didn't listen last week, Wynn played bass for Suede for a long time and just loves to bring up the London, the gray London skies. Big Ben. Tottenham Court Road, Gower Street, the London oh, Museum. Fantastic. I very much enjoyed that. That's, that's <laughs> like a, a large slice of me growing up there. Uh, lead singer of Swade, Brett Anderson, delighted to say, joined us on the programme. Good morning to you. Thank you very much for being with us this morning. Um, Louise well, is enjoying me singing along, but I, I wonder whether how you feel about that this morning. Does it make you feel full of joy that it's 25 years? you slightly depressed that it's quarter of a century. Does it make me feel of joy that you were singing along? <laughs> no, not not the singing along. No. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's it's it, it's a nice trip down memory lane, I suppose. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice, kind of. It's it's almost like having a kind of you know a really interesting photo album or something you know of your life, but kind of a musical photo album, I suppose. It's kind of quite a nice little snapshot into the past. Yeah. Well, give us an idea then of how you say you're going through that sort of photo album. How does it make you feel? Do you look back fondly at that time? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, it's a, it's it was an exciting time. Um, you know, one's twenties are always really exciting. They they kind of define you, don't they? And uh, being in a band in your twenties is is kind of one of the most exciting things that you can do. And uh, yeah, I, I, I look back very fondly. It's nice to have, like I said, it's kind of nice to have these things because I don't really personally remember that much of it, you know. So it's nice to have photos and documentaries and videos and stuff like that. I wasn't remember kind of hardly any of it. So. Um, it's interesting yeah. as well because looking back, you sort of. Um I suppose part of a movement that when you're part of it, you probably, it's, probably don't realize the sort of Brit pop movement. Did it feel like that at the time? Did it feel like you're doing something different? Well, it's. Can you imagine? Isn't it like that like famous test for uh, lungs, London uh, 
like taxi cab drivers uh, that they have to uh, like memorize like all the ins and outs of London. Yeah, with, you know, it doesn't have like a grid system at all. They, they have to they have to memorize like every single thing about London oh. uh, in order to pass this test to be a London taxi driver. Can you imagine like doing that and going through that test? Most people don't even pass it the first time. A lot of them are immigrants. You know, it's like a country you're not even familiar with. You have to learn all this stuff. It takes forever. It's 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 hard work, but it's you know it's there's there's value to that kind of uh, that kind of understanding of what you're doing. You know, that kind of professionalism. And then like yeah. you finally finish it a couple of years ago, and just everyone's got like Uber and GPS, and you just wasted <laughs> a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's all for nothing. Man, cab drivers was a sexy little profession. Uh, back in the day, obviously, you check out the movie Taxi Driver for that. But um, you go, you'd go. Um, I remember when I was younger, uh, I liked to eat at this place um, in New York where the cab drivers would like go to eat at night. And it was like where like the real shit was. It was like on like Franklin. It was like near um, the old knitting factory. And man, like it'd just be like just rows of cab drivers eating like the smelliest food. It cost like five dollars, and it was just tremendous. I miss those. Man, I ate some smelly cool. food the other day. You had some smelly food. Yeah. What you have? I had this like shrimp grilled shrimp wrap. Place uptown. Put that fucking. On. <laughs> it stunk so bad, and they didn't give me any napkins or anything. It was, uh, it was delicious. Oh man, it was, yeah. it was so good. But I ate it like at a bus stop on uh, Carrollton, and. Uh, you know, it was a beautiful day, but I just ended up with all this like shrimp juice all over my hands. And I, uh, love, I love the idea you covered in shrimp juice at a bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, I say bus stop. It was like a, um, it was like Socrates could have been there because it was like a just a stone bench. Mm. It wasn't like a real bus stop, but it was like this like you know place. And this guy came up and was like waiting for the bus, obviously. And I was like, hey, you can share this. Uh, you know, bench with me, but obviously he didn't want to because I was covered in shrimp juice. Oh, uh, he hated. I wouldn't have done it either. Yeah, I would have been like nobody would have. Yeah. Absolutely nobody would have, and that was what was kind of funny about it. But I wanted to at least offer because that was, you know, I felt rude to be like, "Hey, yeah. I'm sitting here covered in shrimp juice, and like you can't sit here." It was had to be like, "Hey, I'm sitting here covered in shrimp juice, and you can sit here if you want to." Yeah, but like I'm good, my man. That sounds like you. Yeah. I'm good, my man. Yeah. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be catching whips at that sandwich, so probably getting a little nauseous. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be weird. <laughs> like, how just, like, low-key queasy I'm going to be because of you. No, no. It was it was really delicious. It was uh, grilled it shrimp. Sounds good. And a wrap. Yeah. So, I know, like, lettuce, lettuce and tomato. Lettuce and tortilla. tomato. A tortilla, dude. some grilled shrimp. Yeah, got dressed. <laughs> dude, if I was like making a movie <laughs> about someone who makes like grilled shrimp wraps for a living, and when I shot that, that scene, mm-hmm. like the end of the shooting that day, I would say, All right, guys, that's a wrap. <laughs> wow, I, I, gotta, I gotta move that to the end. <laughs> yeah, now it's gonna be all out of order. Yeah. I'm going to talk about how at the grilled shrimp rat place I saw yeah, a guitar yeah. player from Galactic and nobody's going to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Do you think people don't get our, our um, New Orleans-centric references? Um, I was uptown. It was in the Black Pearl. It was Singleton's uh, 
dairy place and it was you know like it's 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 not a big deal it's just kind of like where the locals go at that's right when they be when they be in the place where they is absolutely catch me at rainbow grocery a magazine and lions getting a shrimp po boy at 1 a.m getting a couple couple hard seltzer well see that was the thing this, this place was out of po bread and i was like hey well, i already set my mind on a wrap yeah because i'm a rap fan Hey, you know, you don't always have to get it out of that. Was it Liedenmeyer? Is that the name of the bread? Liedenmeyer? No, that's not the name of it. What's the name of the bread? With the truck? With the man and the woman like, eating like, the po' boy? You were, you were close. I'm not criticizing. It's just like Leidenheimer. Leidenheimer. Cool. <laughs> that's legendary bread. Yeah. You know? Um, I'll put that <laughs> Wonder Bread. And, no, when, um, I, when, I went home for Easter, when I went over Easter, my mom was like, hey, you got to bring home some Leidenheimer uh, French bread. And I was like, God damn it. Why you had to do it. Do that? That's your New Orleans responsibility. Yeah. And then I had to like go to like two different grocery stores to try to find some. And I couldn't find any. And it was like, you know, Easter, it was like Holy Friday or something. It was like the grocery stores were packed. And I, you know, was trying to find it. And I found like some different brand called like, you know, something else and i was like ah why don't you just get two big po' boys scoop out the sandwich and you got a big bowl <laughs> and you can eat that and then you're gonna have like you know enough bread you get two big po' boys scoop out yeah. all the sandwich that's a lot of bread and then a huge bowl of like shrimp and lettuce which should probably be pretty good why don't i just get like diarrhea and a patriotic feeling for my state you know it's like why don't you <laughs> why 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 don't you yeah, that's a really good question. That would be a good thing to get. Yeah, I get diarrhea not as much as you think. If you like eyeballed my physique, I know I seem like a like at least once a week guy, but no, it's under control. That's good. Yeah. How about you, Whip? Oh man, lately I've had a couple of like real nice things where like it's like that thing where it's just like one one little guy comes out and then it's like one wipe and there's nothing on the toilet paper and you're just like excellent. My good sir, that's magical. Oh yeah. Sometimes that guy's like the the fire starter though. Yeah. Sometimes after that one, like <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, is that it? And you wipe, and it's like, ha a whole different kind of poop. How about that? Like five minutes later, you have to go back in there, and it's like disaster. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that, that's a different story. But yeah, that's not the what I was trying to talk about. I was trying to like bring up the the good parts about my life. Well, I think we all seem to like poop like regularly, and not like in a gross way. It's kind of like it's cool. Well. We got that one coworker that doesn't wear underwear or uh, wipe his ass. You alluded to him last week. Um, do you want to just call him out? You want to just, I mean, it's been a week. People were asking, is that a real person that you were talking about? So we can come well, right out with it. I don't, I want to come right out of it with it, but uh, he's, he's kind of a maverick in the, on the scene. If you want to, if you see what I'm saying. Shout out to Maverick. Wipe your ass. Maverick, you need to wipe your ass. Stupid dad!